Hey everyone, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Wednesday, April 15th, and I'd like to read to you John 15, 4, the words of Christ, but I want to read to you these words in the message translation, which is Eugene Peterson's translation that he wrote for his congregation. He wrote a translation for his congregation. It's beautiful. It goes like this, the words of Christ. Live in me, make your home in me just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but it can only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. Jesus says, live in me, make your home in me. Now here's the thing, the fruit which is all what what we want. We want fruit. We want effectiveness. We want impact. We want all of that stuff. Fruit is a byproduct. You don't make fruit. Fruit is the organic result of a branch staying connected to the vine. You are not responsible for fruit. God is. You are not responsible for outcomes. God is. But here is where you are responsible. You and I are responsible for living in God making your home in God. NIV says, remain in me. See, what Jesus is saying here is that you have both the ability and the responsibility to live in God. Ability, you can. Responsibility, you must. The Spanish mystic John of the Cross put the spiritual life like this. Here's a transliteration of what he said. The spiritual life is about making space for God in our lives, a space for God to fill because his greatest desire is to give himself completely to us, making space in our lives, space for God to fill because God wants to give himself completely to us, making space for God. This is the spiritual life making space for God to fill because his desire is to give himself through the vine into the branches to give himself completely to us and thus to give us a fruitful life. Now, how do we make space for God? This is an effort that we have to both physically do, meaning we have to give time and place to God and consciously we have to give an everyday awareness to God. Now, this is how the life of God gets into the interior life of the follower of Jesus. But I want to say a few things about this because I know this is hard. I want to say a few things about making space for God, as John of the Cross says, space for God to fill because he wants to give himself completely to us. I want to talk about making physical space for God. Ronald Roheiser in his very short book on prayer says, prayer is only easy for beginners and for those who are already saints. During the long years in between, it is difficult. Why? Because prayer has the same inner dynamics as love. And love is sweet only in its initial stage when we first fall in love and again in its final mature stage. In between, love is hard work, dogged fidelity, and needs willful commitment beyond what is normally provided by our emotions and our imagination. I love, I love that quote. I hope it doesn't discourage anyone. If you find you're an exception to this rule that prayer is, you're not a beginner or a saint, but prayer is easy for you, God bless you. 
thank God for you. That's incredible. But for others, whom I know are listening to this while at home trying to do all the things from home and finding it hard to make time to pray, listen to this. Prayer and intimacy with God has the same inner dynamics as love because it is love. Love is at the center of this John 15 passage. Remaining, abiding in Jesus is all about love. John 15, 9, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. Remaining in Jesus is remaining in his love. And love requires duty. Love starts to take on the same form as duty after the initial butterflies wear off, both about human love and even love for God. And it feels like duty. It feels like washing dishes or going to the store with mask and gloves on for your neighbor. It feels like saying no to something you wanted to do because of something you have to do. Love feels like that. See, love is a virtue and not simply an emotion. I don't even know if it is an emotion. Virtues, because love is a virtue, virtues have to be developed in your interior life through discipline. Prayer and intimacy with God feel that way. Prayer and intimacy with God feel like discipline, like effort, like work. That doesn't mean it's not working. It just means it's working to shape you like working out shapes your muscles. Do you remember gyms? Anyway, now, what if you don't have the time to commit to this duty of love because of another duty that has all of your energy, like having kids? Moms and dads right now of young children have some of the hardest jobs. You are all the things. Teacher, principal, PE, instructor. It's really hard. And you are probably finding it hard to find time for prayer, for this kind of discipline to give yourself over to prayer. I remember recently I was at a small lunch with Tim Keller, pastor in New York City, and someone asked him about prayer life. And when asked how to do a prayer life with young kids, he said, quote, just try to stay a Christian, I tell them, and I'm a Calvinist. Now, that's funny if you know Calvinist theology. Now, it's funny because it's kind of true. Roheiser is asked the same question by a young mother. How do I find uninterrupted time each day to pray? To which he responded, raising small children, if it is done with love and generosity, will do for you exactly what private prayer does. Now he says, I, I can't leave that unqualified. That would be dangerous. So he explained how Carlo Caretto, one of our country's best spiritual writers, spent many years in the Sahara Desert by himself praying. And he once confessed that he felt that his mother, who spent nearly 30 years raising children, was much more contemplative than he was and less selfish. See, certain vocations, such as raising children, offer a perfect setting for living the contemplative life. They provide a desert for reflection, like a real monastery. The parent who raises small children expresses a very real withdrawal from the world. That existence can feel very monastic. Tasks often remove a parent from the centers of social life and from the centers of an important power. Parents can feel removed. 
Roheiser says, perhaps more so than even the monk or the minister of the gospel, she is forced almost against her will to mature. For years, while she is raising small children, her time is not her own. Her own needs have to be put into second place, and every time she turns around, some hand is reaching out demanding something. Years of this will mature most anyone. Now, this is for a lot of us, most of us now, in the sense that we all feel isolated, withdrawn, very monastic. Parents feel this even more so right now. Since prayer and meditation and cultivating intimacy with God has the same inner dynamics as love, and therefore it feels a lot like duty, this should show the everydayness, the ordinariness of intimacy with God. Intimacy with God is ordinary. Prayer feels like duty, and that's okay. It's only easy for beginners and for saints. For the rest of us, prayer is hard. Just like making our bed and doing our dishes and cleaning up after ourselves, it's a duty. So, the practice of the duty of prayer today, you can do as you practice the duty of your chores, as you practice the discipline of taking care of your home and your children and yourself. Brother Lawrence, in practicing the presence of God, he was a French monk who served in the kitchen of his monastery. He had a hymn that he would sing. He would sing, Lord of all pots and pans and things, make me a saint by getting the meals and washing up the plates. May you today become more of a saint as you practice the presence of God in the ordinary things of your life, of taking care of the house, of taking care of your neighbors, of taking care of your children. And may you make space for God in your day and if it feels like a duty it should because love is duty peace be with you